Hey Libby. Hey Art. Hey, we're back today. It's been a little while, uh, but we've got some new shows coming up for the fall. We're going to start off with this one. And, uh, and it's called A Clinician's Corner. Right. Yes, yeah. and we're going to be interviewing Joanne Martinez. She's a licensed clinician South um, social worker. Yes. It's always good to have people. Yes, know, wonderful. But we work in the field. That's right. And so, again, it's called The Clinician Corner, and we're going to start with this awesome new song, uh, you know, because we're going to be talking about life, and, and let's go ahead and just get started. Here we go. Because during this COVID-19, there's just so many things going on with families, fear, devastation, um, not knowing what to do. And so we've been looking at the news with COVID-19. And can you tell us a little bit about the, the percentages as far as with uh, what's out there with COVID-19? Well, you know, when we first did the, the program, we that was at the very beginning, and we thought we would be able to curb this. You know, we thought that this would curve after a while, um, but it has not. Right now, we are at 9.16 million Americans that oh have the virus, mm. and we are up to surpassing 230,000 deaths oh. here in the United States, and of course, the statistics for that can be, um, you can get those from the CDC's uh, data. All you have to do is Google it. So this is a this is a epidemic. This is a pandemic that is really really um, affecting people in so many so many places. And now it's everywhere. It's not just you know it was when we started this. It was in one area, but now we're seeing it all over the United States. So we've got to do something. Yes, and so the thing is that right now, yes, we do have to do something, and it's affecting all families, adults and children, um, mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, grandparents, um, just spouses, and so it's important that we understand what we can do during this time. How can we take of ourselves? How, what sort of things can we best have, best help ourselves? And and what sort of recommendations, right? And I think the perfect person here today at Clinician's Corner is we're gonna be interviewing Joanne Martinez. As I said earlier, she's a licensed uh, clinician um, social worker. And so I think she will give us some wonderful advice. Uh, Joanne, Ms. Martinez, are you here with us? I certainly am. Thank you for having me on your yes. podcast. Yes. Yay. Right, <laughs> so, uh, would I would you like for me to call you Joanne or Miss Martinez? You can call me Joe, of course. You know, Joe. 
That's right, Joe. So, Joe, uh, thank you so much for being here with us today. And so, as you know, COVID-19 has been such a devastating situation. But, you know, it's it's uh, what can we do about as far as how do we how do we take care of ourselves? And you are just not because because you're just wonderful, but you have done so wonderful throughout this time and how you're, you've been taking care of yourself. And so I wanted to see if you can talk to us in regards to how Absolutely. to take care of ourselves. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I don't mind sharing at all. So uh, self-care is like absolutely essential. So I'm a clinician. I, I work for the United States Navy as a clinical social worker and I um, I, I help uh, young adult sailors. So if, if I'm gonna be able to do my job as a clinician, I need to be able to take care of myself. So. So I did a lot of that. So I'll go ahead and like kind of start with some of the things I started to do. Uh, when COVID hit, of course, we all were sheltered in place in March. That was for a number of months. And so being sheltered in place, you know, you're at home. We, you know, we had to convert our way of working to teleworking. And so um, that was a big shift in like uh, just the landscape of like occupation. Like how do you, how do, you do your job as a clinician? When you're, you're, you know, you don't see them face to face. How do you like convey your therapeutic skills, um, teleworking on the phone or video chatting? So we have a difficulty with um, operational security measures where we can't like do video chatting because because of the privacy. So we would have to do telecons directly. And um, so 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 how would I like approach my work and how would I like? have my work days, I had to like revamp all of that. And honestly, I think that COVID gave me such an opportunity to grow, to grow in ways that I hadn't, and I so appreciate it. So I'll just start with my mindset. My mindset was, I need to be very flexible. I can't be rigid in, in thinking about my future because I really don't know. Like, the, the, the world has never seen anything like this. So I cannot think, oh, well, COVID's going to be over in six months. You know, I can't think that way. I have to be very, very flexible in my thinking. So what am I going to do with that? So I think it starts with, like, your mindset, number one. And then uh, some other things um, that we quickly learned, uh, because I think we're, we're very, like, social media, high-tech, information, information is, like, always around. So that's kind of like an advantage is we had all this like information available to us at our fingertips and like the first things that were coming out right away were like what, what do you do how do you handle yourself so I followed those advice you know those strategies you know basically it's like a consistent routine you do the same thing every day a consistent routine because you have control of that routine and um as, as, as weird as it sounds like when you were getting out of bed and you're going to start your work you, you need to like change out of your clothes you have to get dressed, you know, you, you start to transition into this work kind of um, behavior, these work norms. So it's, it's really highly recommended not to stay like in your sweat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so no pajamas all day? Okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Like for me, like, I don't know. I think for me, if I, I could say I would still keep staying in my workout gear, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that would be okay. it, you know, because they couldn't see me, but... But really, like, you know, fix your hair, you know, like, don't, don't be all, like, deadhead, you know, when you're doing your work, you know. So so those are some easy things. It's like consistency, you know, and, um, of course, being connected with loved ones because, you know, 
last too long if I'm completely, totally isolated. Here's Johnny. I have my dog, <laughs> <laughs> my dog uh, Shazam here because he's great. You know, he breaks the, the silence for me because he barks and then he's like, he's somebody I can pet and stuff. But imagine like people out there, yeah. you know, totally by themselves, like That's really, right. really alone. So really, you have to keep in touch with people. You have to connect with people. That's, that's we're like social animals. We need to bond, and we we, we want to be you know with people. So luckily, the husbands and wives that's awesome. But sometimes that can be conflicting. We define that right. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't have. Like, I'm here by myself, so I didn't have that issue. But again, I missed out on human touch. Like I, I get doggy touch. You know, mm-hmm. nurturing doggy fur right here. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's awesome. He's like this unconditional best friend, and that's actually better sometimes, I think. But and honestly, like when you're by yourself, yes, you don't have human touch. You that's don't get right. hugged. You don't hold hands. And and when we're in isolation, like, whoa, you know, what an adjustment that was for me. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's hard. So you've got to, like, focus on yourself. You focus on yourself, and that's, like, what I did. Is like I really had to kind of come inside of myself and recognize how much I loved myself. And mm-hmm. so um, I think the last thing I'll say, a couple of last things I'll say is like, so maybe I'm like a health nut, so I didn't go drinking, I didn't like go eating pies and cakes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any of that. I, didn't, I, I wasn't sedentary either. I don't have a TV. I'm glad I don't have a TV because I didn't get to watch any of the media, like all that stuff. I just don't have a TV, so I'm scared from that, and that really kind of spared my mental health because mm-hmm. I think that anxiety can like really get hold of you if you're watching all the media and like every headline and and all these disastrous kind of cases because that's not really a, an honest, true depiction of what's going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. So, so like I didn't have the media like in my head, in my face. So, so like I did working out instead. I walked and I hiked around the neighborhood. I ate good, um, I slept good, I got that vitamin D like that everybody's talking about, you know, vitamin D is good, you know, builds your immunity. So I was paying attention to all of the, the, the helpful guidance out there because there's a lot of helpful guidance. But the last thing I'm going to say is, you know, when it, when it comes to like low-hanging fruit, low-hanging fruit is do what's easy. And for some people it might not be, but, but for me, I just developed ways to work out at home. Like I got into these apps, and I got into body weight exercises, I got into yoga with an app, and I swear, that low-hanging fruit saved my life, and, like, I'm in the best shape of my life because of COVID, and I'm like, I can't believe it, but, so COVID will force you, it'll give you an opportunity to, it is, it, to decide, you know, you're going to take these opportunities and run with it, and, like, do new things you never did before, be creative, you have the time to do that now, mm-hmm. or, you know, you can get really anxious to think about it, you know, and so it, to some degree, you have some control over what you put in your mind, mm-hmm. and so, like, if I'm going to do all these things that I'm going to, um, whatever it is that I'm doing, right, my, my challenges, my vulnerabilities, my weaknesses, whatever it is, I'm going to be a better clinician now because I can relate. I'm going to be a better clinician because I can say, you know, you yeah. behaviorally activate these things because I know they work. They worked for me. But again, I, I'm not the same person as a 20-year-old, you know, who doesn't have the experiences I've had, you know, doesn't have the upbringing I've had. So it's relative, you know, people will, like, encounter the stresses and the anxieties differently. So I, 
patient long enough to recognize that. So I am going to start with my where my patient is. Mm. And I'm going to, you know, be with them there and, and work with them through maybe some goal setting, how to overcome some of their challenges. I love being optimistic. Mm. I love, like, being uh, hopeful. And I will focus more on hopeful, being hopeful and optimistic and positive so that, you know, that can help them balance in their thinking. And it works. It's great because, um, for one, I'm being there as another human being for them to connect with. And then for two, I'm being so super encouraging that, you know, they're, in, they're not in this by themselves, we're in this together, and these are some things that um, that they can be encouraged to do. So with the military, the military is really great. They have these COVID-19, these COVID coach apps, you know, that's got a lot, a lot of different uh, strategies, and I've covered maybe a couple of them. But, but I think, y'all, we all understand, we, we go into restriction of movement. I don't know if that's going on in the States, but we go into restriction of movement, or we get quarantined, if somebody tests positive for COVID, that's 14 days. That's 14 days when yeah. you're in a hotel, people bring you food, you're quarantined. So that brings another set of stress because you cannot move. You're like trapped. Yes. So a lot of a lot of times people like, well, just because it's like that situation, it limits their freedom. After a certain bit of time, if they don't have a consistent schedule, mm-hmm. if they don't get up and get dressed every day, if they don't like keep their place clean or like these little things, right? Mm-hmm. Those days can kind of blur into each other and then they start to kind of get into their own heads and then, you know, it can get very, very like um, challenging for some people. So when I talk about quarantine and isolation, that's a whole other thing. That's right. Um, right now, like we're no longer sheltered in place. You know, we can go out to, you know, get groceries, essential movement, things like that. But people who are in quarantine, that's a whole different animal. So we need to help them psychologically with with the, the challenges that that can bring. And, you know, of course, I'm a good clinician, so I'm always going to recommend alcohol. Like, you really, really, really need to minimize alcohol use or don't drink at all because that's just going to turn into something worse. So, that's right. So um, if anything, I've talked about it's a lot of health habits. It's a lot of flexible thinking. It's a lot of kind of avoidance of things that would make it worse. And, mm-hmm. and of course, staying as socially connected as possible. You know, I think you've said a lot of different things, and I really appreciate And I love the fact that as you started, number one was the mindset, you know, being flexible. I love that you talked about that. I love the fact that, you know, like you said, yes, COVID-19 has isolated us. And, yeah, some people have focused a lot on social media, but the advantages of not is the fact that you don't get so confined and so focused and high stressed on all this information that like you said it's not a true depiction of reality and so i think it's important i'm glad you talked about that i love the fact as far as you know keeping consistency with yourself right because that as you mentioned really helps to have some sense of management that you can manage yourself that you can have a sense of control of your own life even though a lot of people have talked about during COVID-19 that they feel so out of place, they feel so not in control or managing their own lives. But in a way, I love, as far as you mentioned, that there is an opportunity, and you talked about opportunity, and an opportunity to be creative. And as you mentioned, you know, working out, you know, you mentioned working out and hiking, and how you've been sleeping better, and taking your vitamin D 
And I, I, the other thing that you mentioned is paying attention, right? So keeping consistency, connecting with others, paying attention to the things that actually help you. For example, like you talked about, you're working out and hiking. And the other thing that I want to make sure that we emphasize is that this, you've seen it as an opportunity, uh, an opportunity to, to be uh, creative about how to help yourself. And I love the connection that you gave because it is the clinician's corner. And how you mentioned how as clinicians, both you and I and the rest of us that are listening, um, how we can connect with our clients, with our patients, how we can connect with how they might be feeling, right? Um, and so it's not based on something we read. It's not based on something that we think. It's based on something that we actually ha are all going through. This sense of, of, of anxiety, right? It could be anxiety provoking. I love what you talked about as far as clinicians, that this could be a time to go set, right, with them and be optimistic and be very supportive and hopeful. Um, again, I will emphasize on your on your emphasis, as you said, an opportunity to be creative. Joe, I love your recommendations, um, not only just for the public, but also for us clinicians to help ourselves because we're also human beings, right? And so we also have our feelings and uh, we have our thoughts and our own beliefs, uh, but it's, it's going right back to being flexible with our mindset. Um, I want to thank you so much, Joe, in regards to taking this time. Um, Arthur? Yeah, Joe, I just wanted to, uh, just going back a little bit what you said on these apps, I think that's really uh, wonderful uh, that you found these apps. And maybe what we can do on the website is uh, we can get those apps from you that you use and we can put them on the website because I think, too, parents that are at home with their children you know, I think what you were talking about, yoga and different things like that can be used, you know, so our, our, the kids can also benefit from these apps, especially if you're at home, you know, with your children. These are things that you can do, you know, with your kids, and I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, so, certainly. Um, I survived an app. It's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Like, my favorite one is the Down Dog app. It's a yoga app, and you can do it with your kids. Just get a bunch of little yoga mats, line them up, and just follow the app. It's like awesome. Like I find myself talking back to the app when she's telling me, "Okay, go ahead and get out of the pose." I'm like, "Okay, okay." Because <laughs> there's like very challenging poses, and it feels phenomenal when you don't have a like a, a like a blockage in your mind that you can do these freaking poses, man. And like I could do side crow, I could do eagle. Wow. There's this one where you like balance your whole body on your two hands. It's like phenomenal. So Down Dog app, or down, it's called Down, sorry, down, down Dog app. Uh -huh. uh, you can join a Facebook group too on that with that app and share your like successes and there's support there. Wow, um, that's nice. great. It's, so this is... Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, then, then I do the hit workout apps and then I do uh, for women, there's this one called um, workout seven, I think. I can let you know, Art, but, oh, it's just, because you really, like, you're limiting. Like, I couldn't go to the gym for all these months, and I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? 
like did all this body weight and uh, I still like did good. I'm like surprised, honestly, so surprised that you have all of your like your whole body, the whole mechanics of your body. You can just build strength that way. It's, yeah, it's just incredible. I wanted to add too that <laughs> I'm not a really like great guitar player. I'm like your garage level guitar player. Uh-huh. But I got I developed. Uh, You're a fantastic of, player, like, young lady. <laughs> You're a fantastic kid. It's so much fun because, like, you're streaming to an audience, and the audience can, like, contribute or, like, make comments. Mm-hmm. And so I found this uh, app called Periscope. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done any lately, but I would just stream. And that, that made me feel connected to an audience, and that was yeah. just great. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So, I mean, like you said, Joe, I mean, these are apps that help you individually, that can help those that you live with, whether it's adults or children. Um, I think, you know, with what you just said, and you've been, I mean, not for anything, but you've, I don't know if you were able to do a handstand before COVID-19, oh, but right. I've seen you do a handstand. Yeah, a handstand. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's phenomenal. So, no, I couldn't do a headstand. I couldn't do a lot of things before COVID-19. And so there's some freaking barriers, man. If you could... If you could just, like, do all these things, there's no limit, you know. I also want to say this. Uh, there's, like, uh, Amazon offers this uh, Audible uh, where you can, like, listen to books as you, like, you're walking. Like, I, I think I learned best with audio. So I was, like, catching on to all this, these spiritual books, and I was walking, and I was just exploding in my, like, spirituality. Yes. So the last thing I'll say is, is this, and I hope I'm not overdoing time. but No, no, I, keep I, going, a, please. What part of Part of my job is to uh, teach resiliency to to maintain readiness for the warfighter. So uh, resiliency is all I've been talking about, right? So so um, I think the most important thing to mention uh, in terms of like clinicians and self care and like what, how we how we are with our families and our clients or patients is you, you know if you're like these areas of your functioning, you know, there's physical, there's mental, there's social, there's spiritual. If you maintain these areas in your life. You know, spirituality, meaning and purpose of life is amazingly, like, important. We cannot, like, discount that. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't need to have, like, a, a denomination or a faith, so to speak. It could be anything that gives you meaning and purpose in life. So, like, if you are balancing your life physically, like I said, I've talked enough about that. You know, mentally, you know, physical, sexual thinking, optimism, things like that. And then socially connecting with your family, that bolsters you and keeps you really, really strong. Keeps you really, really resilient. So... So, so basically, like, if I were to say anything to kind of conclude, it's like practice what you preach and really take in the benefits because they are very uh, effective. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm going to say. But thank, thank you, you so... Let me to, like, let me talk the talk the talk. <laughs> yes, I know. No, you're well, just a lot wonderful. Of, it's a lot of good information, Joe. It's a lot of... It's a lot of... Sometimes, you know, we don't, we don't uh, take a step back to think about those things, but it's very important. You know, what you're saying, purpose in life, uh, balancing yourself spiritually, emotionally, physically, those things are what keep you strong, especially, you know, uh, during this time. We all have to do that. We all have to, you know, be, you know, improve in in our ourselves, you know, because we have, there's people that rely on us. And I just think this was a wonderful, wonderful interview. And I really want to thank you for sharing your time with us today. Because uh, it was very informative. Thank you for the apps. Thank you for the information. And thank you for being here. We're going to have you on again. Yes, Joe. <laughs> definitely we are. I really appreciate it, Joe. And I love what you said. Everyone, every bit of it. 
And like he said, practice what you preach. I really want to thank you so much. Thank you for coming to the show. And uh, this is our first segment on uh, Clinician's Corner. So, yes, you're invited again and again for your wisdom <laughs> and all the information so that we can help each other. Thanks, Joe. Okay, thank you. She then says hi. She said he enjoyed being there. Yay, thank you. Hello. <laughs> thank you Take so care, much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So we want to thank everybody out there that listened today to the Clinician Corner. And we want to thank once again, Joe Martinez, Joanne Martinez. She is a licensed clinician, social worker. Uh, all the recommendations that she had, um, you know, we will make sure to put some of the apps on our website. Uh, please go to our website. And also, once again, not only is this for the audience, but for the clinicians out there. Um, let's, let's continue working with our self-care. Let's work with ourselves physically, as Joe said, spiritually, mentally, and socially. And let's practice what we preach so that we can take care of ourselves as we take care of others. And it's been a great, great time. And, and, you know, every time we do the show, it just flies by and it's time for us to go. So we will see you next time on Art and Libby. Art and Libby. Thank you. <laughs>